we were going to sing that, but, but we didn't. So, um, <laughs> uh, how many people have seen Whiplash? If you have not seen this movie, Whiplash, you must see this movie, Whiplash. One of my favorite actors is in it, J.K. Simmons. I really like him. He plays a really good bad guy. The guy who's playing uh, the drummer is the new, new Mr. Fantastic. I didn't like him because I saw him in Divergent, and I, think I, I thought he was a mean person, and so I, 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 I did not like him. Based on his role in Divergent. He was, the, he was the big guy that she fought in the circle. He just kept beating her up until finally she beat him up, remember? Anyway, uh, any, yeah, you probably, anyway, um, we watched, yeah, him. Anyway, we watched Whiplash, and um, I was watching, and I was like, which person am I? Am I him, or am I him? Because it's, it, I mean, it, it's intense, and I've, I've uh, so, so the Lord was speaking to me about it, but it's about a drummer who wants to be the best. He's at Schaefer School of Music in New York, and he wants to, I mean, ultimately he wants to play at Lincoln Center. But, I mean, and he drums, I mean, he rehearses, he, I mean, it, it's just, and the, the guy who's over the jazz band, at Schaefer is J.K. Simmons. He's one of those guys. He walks in. He throws his coat off. I mean, he's one of those. He's like, somebody's off. You know, he's, he's one of those guys. He's directing. Somebody's off. And he comes to you, and he's yelling at you, and he wants you. It's intense. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's intense. It's intense from beginning to end. But at the end, it's... Uh, you, you should watch it because the reason I bring it up, because he says the two worst words that anybody can hear from anybody else is good job. Yes, because, because good job is good job. But there are many people, what is it? There are, there are brilliant people. The world is filled with brilliant people who good job who will never rise above mediocrity because they're not willing to make the sacrifice that greatness calls for. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor, your governor, I call him your governor because I was in New York when he became your governor. Uh, he was six-time world champion. Six-time until Lou Frigno came, and Lou Frigno, the Hulk, that's a whole other thing. So he was six-time world champion, and he, they asked him, how can you be six-time world champion? He said, because nobody wants to make the sacrifice. It's at our studio where we, he's, he's like, nobody wants to make the sacrifice. And I, okay, uh, I was going to finish the series, and I, I'm going to try to finish the series, but God, God wants me to tell you, I am praying for you. I lay out for you. We lay out for you, out and pray for you. If you are not praying for yourself, my prayers and her prayers amount to intercession. Shield them, God. But if you're not praying for that job, if you're not praying for that healing, if you're not praying for that understanding, if you're not praying for God to get you closer to him, if you're not doing it for yourself, there is nothing that Pastor Teresa I can do but cover you. We're covering you and we're praying for you. But in agreement, when we pray in agreement, when I say, ah, 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 Lord, I want this person to take authority over their home. If they're not praying to take authority over their home, nothing happens. Am I going to have to separate you two? All right, I'm just, 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 because <laughs> I want you to hear this, particularly you. I want you to hear, I, I, God is on me and I, I, I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> God is on me, and he's been on me about certain things, and, and you know what? That time has passed. I ain't doing it no more because he's been smacking me around, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of trying to be nice to you because God's been smacking me around because I haven't been doing what he says do, so no boss. I got to be nice. Okay, but I want you to hear. I want you to hear. I want you to hear. I do. I want you to hear that you have to. To go to God for yourself. 
And I don't, know what, I don't know what it is in our brains that makes us think that God doesn't know, already know what we're going to ask. There's a, who, who knows who Garth Brooks is? I'm a big country music fan. Garth has this song called Unanswered Prayers. He talks about this girl that he liked. He said, I prayed for her. I prayed that the Lord would give her to me. I prayed, I prayed. And she became a girlfriend, da-da-da-da. He's like, years later, I'm back at home where, with my wife, and I meet that girl. And I'm looking at her, and I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> so I thank the Lord for unanswered prayers. That's the, that's the whole hook. I thank the Lord for unanswered prayers. Because they never hooked up. You know, they were friends, but they never got together. And he's, because God saw further. Okay, so let's start. God sees further, right? God stepped into time for you. He sees further. So what you think you want that he's not giving you, and you keep praying for it, and he's telling you no, but you keep praying for it because you said, Pastor Darrell said, if he don't say no, that means not yet, but he's already said no. You're just pretending like you don't hear that no, like I do sometimes, right? I'm going to tell you, but stop pretending because <laughs> if he gives you that thing, and you're not supposed to have that thing, you will not be able to get rid of it. Amen. We're going to move on. So, I am doing a series. didn't start out as a series, but it is a series. Huh? I, 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 okay. I'm, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Just, okay. <laughs> Does my wife look good? Stand up. No, stand, no, no, stand up. We're going to finish where we left off last night. With this. <laughs> Uh, not here now. Stop it. Let's pull ourselves up a bit, people. Pull yourselves up. Zandra, don't act like, come on, don't even. Zandra, hide behind our Bible. Come on now. The church declaration, do you have it? Did she give it to you? She didn't give it to the church. She doesn't know where it is. <laughs> the church declaration. <laughs> it should be on there. It's not on there? Okay, I'm going to pray. Lord, I didn't, people, pull yourselves up. So uh, our hot water has been uh, out. Our, we needed a new heater. Yeah, so we didn't know what was going on. We were like, yeah, we paid the bill. What's going on? Because I think I paid. So the hot water. So for them, we've been heating the water and pouring in the tub. Old school. For me, Ah, ah, this is exhilarating. Oh, yeah, it's just so, just, so that's what I've been doing, right? So, and it's, uh, it's hard when you wake up early in the morning, 6 o'clock, it's cold, the water's cold. But when I lived in the Dominican Republic, we didn't have hot water. So if you wanted to get clean, for, so for the first two weeks I was there, I didn't take a shower because I was like, I didn't get in there. Yeah, but it was the Dominican Republic, I didn't care. It was third world country, I, I was like, whatever. And they were like, Daddy, you need to take a bath. You start to stink. So I was like, cold, cold, cold. So we've been, uh, I don't know, it seems like that cold water has, has done something, right? So we just got our new water heater. It was warm, we in the shower. I would take a shower. You're like, yeah. So the baby sleep. What's up? How you doing? Right? So anyway, so let's pray. Lord. Lord, we come before you right now, Lord. We thank you for joy. All you married couples, you act like you don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Lord, we thank you for joy. We thank you, Lord, for your presence, Lord, that you are speaking to our hearts. You have a word for somebody in here today, Lord. Allow me to be your vessel and give whatever it is to speak and do whatever you say, Lord, to help them hear from you and to encourage them to be obedient. Use me and Pastor Teresa to be your vessels today, Lord. Bind and rebuke doubt. We bind and rebuke fear, uncertainty, and insecurity, Lord. Anything that is not of you cannot dwell in this space. We thank you today for what you're going to do this morning and what you're going to do for this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Church declaration? No. Okay, so Psalm 27. This, uh, I overcome because of my Bible. <laughs> That's the end. So uh, <laughs> Psalm 27, uh, I started out just preaching on Psalm 27, but it turned into a series. So what I want to do is I want to just, 
a quick overview of the last two Sundays. We talked about, we talked about Psalm 27. We said that Psalm 27 was a prayer. When we talk about prayer, you need to pray for yourselves in, a deed to, in, a, in addition to having other people pray for you, but you should pray for yourselves. But the first part is worship, and it's thanking God, calling out who God is, El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, El Emet, El Echad. You're calling these things out. Who is God? This, the second slide, please. Every, I don't know, if, a lot of people, I had this poster, similar poster to this when I was a little kid. Jesus Christ, what are the names for the Lord? He's the Word of God. He's the Redeemer. He's the Holy One. He's the Bread of Life. He's Emmanuel. God is with us. He's the Messiah, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. So calling out who He is, because when you call out who He is, those of you who have gone to uh, old school churches, and the old deacon prays, Deacon Johnson, and he prays, and he can't bend, and he finally gets down, Lord, you the lily in the valley, you the bright and morning star, you're alpha and omega, you're beginning and the end, you started way back in time. You, that, that, I was like, what is he doing? He's going to have a heart attack. What he's doing is he's calling out the names of God because we need to be reminded of who God is. You know, when you're a little kid, <laughs> like Sean, like Sean's looking at me now, he's going to say the same thing about me. Sean's... <laughs> Well, he's our preacher at his church. Ah, yeah. So um, I'm like, what, what is going on? But you're calling these things out because we need to be reminded of who God is. We go through the day, we go through our weeks, and we forget. We are in cap this problem. We forget this person. They call, this, something's wrong with my family. Something's wrong with my dad. My sister's called. Something's wrong with my father. This, things are going on in my household, and we forget that God is in control of all of that. And what ha happens is we become fearful, and then we start to panic. And once we start to panic, we're done. In my class, in my, in my, in my, in my, in my, what kind of class is it, kung fu class? Martial arts class. Okay, in my martial arts class, one of the things, you can tell a good teacher, because a good teacher will tell you, will teach you in the beginning. In the beginning, make sure you are calm. What's going to happen is the person's going to grab you. Thank you. The person's going to grab you. And once they grab you, you're going <gasps> to, but if they're choking you, grab some air, take a deep breath, then take them apart. That's what a good teacher will teach you. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. One of my instructors, the guy I used to go to in Chinatown, got attacked this past weekend, a couple weeks ago. Two guys attacked him in a car. And what this guy you never want to attack this guy. <laughs> but they weren't thinking. They had a little altercation. You know, you guys, road rage. They met him at the stop sign, stop light. They got out of the car. One of the guys got, get, gets out of the car, reaches in the car on Master Dennis. And he, he, he grabs the guy's hand, and he kind of does a leverage on him, meaning he twists his arm a little bit. And then he begins to unlock. Now, this is the thing. He's holding the guy like this. But he takes his seatbelt off, and he's getting out of the car. And I know him, so in my mind, he's doing all of this calmly. So he has the guy, and then he kind of pushes the door open, which pushes the guy away. But the guy comes in again, and then he just starts to. But if somebody reached in the car on you, ah! he just, we have to be calm. That's what the enemy does to us. He presses us and presses us and presses us. And we start, and this is all you have to do, Jesus. You're the Word of God. You're the Redeemer. You're my Savior. You're the bright and morning star. You are the shepherd. You lead me through the valley of the shadow of darkness. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I say that to myself all the time when I'm scared to make a call about a bill, when I'm scared to talk to somebody about something, when I'm scared about anything. I hate being afraid. I hate it. I, I, if I was afraid of something when I was younger, I would do that thing that I was afraid of so I wouldn't be afraid anymore because I hate it. And so now I know that when I'm afraid, I just call on Jesus. Next slide, please. So we talked, uh, we talked about the different types of psalms. We talked about, you know, I'm not going to go through this. If you want this information, I can give it to you. We talked about different types of psalms, most notable psalms, 23 psalms, 23rd psalm, sorry, Psalm 23, 23rd psalm. Psalm 51, David wrote after, you know, Nathan called him out about Bathsheba in Psalm 90, 
was written by Moses. Next slide. We talked about the three different categories of enemies because he said, when, my, when the wicked, even my enemies and foes, come upon me to eat my flesh, they stumble and fell. I think that's verse 3. We talked about three different categories. People who don't know you, don't know who you are or what you are about or what's going on with you. If they're not for you, they're against you. So I see them as an enemy. It's not, it's not a bad thing. It's just that you can't help me, right? You can't turn around. <laughs> I'll give it to you if you want it. People, number two, people who say they mean well, but they, they've caused you pain. Intention and impact, huh? You want to dim the light? Can you dim the light so she can see? Maybe, maybe. Not that, not dim these lights. Oh, thank you. Is that better? Okay. Picky, 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 picky people. People who say they mean well, but they've caused you pain, right? Intention and impact. It wasn't their intention, but the impact was such. Fem family and friends fall in this category. I needed to tell you about yourself because, you know, you know you didn't. You, you could have kept quiet. You didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really need that. That was enough. <laughs> that was enough. And three, people who just don't like you because they just don't like you. They're going to hate on you no matter what, right? I call them secret admirers because they're secretly admiring me, you know. Yes. So then, uh, so that's it. So I will start at verse 6, and I will go through this, and I will try to go through it swiftly because I want to get through it, but we're going to let God do what God's going to do. On verse 6, he says, um, I will sing praises unto the Lord in his tabernacle. I will sing praises. And David wrote this, and he's talking about the Father of mercies, the God of com comfort, the author and giver of his blessings, right? So he's like, I'm going to praise you no matter what. Um, verse 7. Now, what, did I do this last week? I did verse 7. I did. Wherever we are as believers, whatever's going on with us, we always have access to God. Always. We forget, but we always have access to God. Uh, the Lord calls us closer to him through three things. Through his spirit, it speaks to our spirit, through his word, and through worship. Worshiping him. Right? When thou said it, seek when thou saidest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto you, O Lord, thy face will I seek. It's his spirit calling out to your spirit. Sometimes our spirit answers God and we don't even know what's going on. You'll feel it. You'll feel it when you're doing something and you're like, should I be doing this? Or maybe it's just me. I, should I be doing this? I'm going to tell you, I don't know if I tell you the story one time. There's, there's this girl who used to hang around the show, right? She's very pretty. Just, she was banging, right, girl, and, and I, I just had no, I just did just there was nothing there, but she was on me all the time. Other guys in the show, well, the few other guys in the show would, would try to chase her. She's like, oh, oh Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. So one day, I don't know how, we wound up at my house. All right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what happened. She followed me home. I decided to keep her. I don't know. So, um, so we wound up at my house, and I was like, I, I was like, I, I don't know, I, should I be doing this? I don't, I really don't. I, she's here, you know, and, you know, I know I'm, I, you guys are way more saved than me, so you probably won't understand what I'm talking about, so I'm trying to describe her. So uh, she's here, so, you know, maybe, maybe we just, just, you know, get together or whatever. So, you know, as we're talking and stuff, my phone rings. During those days, and if, if, if you are a guy like me, if you used to be, I used to keep my phone turned down because whoever I had over, I didn't want them to hear other girls calling my answer machine. Yes? No? Okay. I used to keep my phone turned down. <laughs> Real answer, the old answer machines? Old answer machines? I'm not here right now. Please leave a message. Yeah. yeah. So it happened to be turned up, which I never had it turned up. It happened to be turned up, and it was my mother. And she says these words, Daryl or Dell. Whatever you are doing, stop it right now. I jumped off that bed. I was like, put your clothes on. You got to go. She was like, what? I said, put your clothes on. You have to go. She was like, 
your mama called? I said, walking and talking, baby, walking and talking. I was like, the, the, it could be the apocalypse. Jesus could be coming, and I'm not going to be caught in here with you. You got to go. She was like, I can't. I said, walking and talking. Come on, come on, step, 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 step. I said, you're wasting time. You're wasting time. I did not walk her to the train station. I did not walk her out of the building. And I lived in a dicey neighborhood. I was like, bye. <laughs> Close the door, and I sat down. I was like, okay. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> right? So God's spirit will speak to your spirit. And when you have to ask yourself, should I be doing this, then maybe you shouldn't be doing it, right? All right. So <laughs> verse 9, put thy serve, not, uh, put me not away in anger, okay? And, I, and David says this because he knows he's done wrong. I know I've done wrong. Please don't be mad at me for doing wrong. I'm trying to do better. I am trying to do better. But help me, Lord. Lord, you've helped me before in some situations. You rescued me in others. I am fully persuaded. The scripture says, I am fully persuaded that God has the power to do what he promised. I am fully persuaded that you have the power to do what you promised. It's in Romans, Romans 4. Lord, I am fully persuaded that you have the power to do what you promised me. God's not going to promise you without making provision. And check this out. I was reading, and one of, one of the guys, I can't remember who it was, he said this, which I thought was so interesting. He said, God's time to help those of us who trust him comes when all other helpers and everything else has failed. God's time to help those of us who trust him comes after all other helpers and everything else has failed. Why? Because we trust him. If John gave me $20 million, I trust John. What did Abraham say to, was it Melchizedek? What did he say? He said, I'll give you a tenth, but I don't want, I'm not taking anything from you. I'm not taking, I'm not taking anything from you because you will say that I did this for him. No, no. God wants you to know, he wants everybody else to know, I did this. I did this. So when we tell people that's a miracle baby, that's a miracle baby. When we have our boys be like, yeah, and they told us A, B, and C. We got that car. <laughs> we get that house. <laughs> and people can say, oh, it was a coincidence. You can say that. But really? It worked out in your favor? Really? Praise God. Let us move on, as the man says. Verse 10, he talks about our parents. And uh, in uh, Tangled, we're doing Tangled right now. And uh, when we do Tangled and The Hero Six, and <clears throat> we're over Frozen. We're not doing Frozen anymore. I'm kind of, kind of, even though I like the music in Frozen. I play all the other characters. She plays the princess, whoever she's going to play. In Big Hero Six, she plays Hero. I'm Baymax. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, everybody else. But in Tangled, Entangled, entangled, he, she says, I love you. She says, I love you more. And I know, and he says, I love you most. That's what God is saying to you. I love you most. I don't love you more. I don't just love you. I love you most. I sacrificed my son for you. I love you most. I stick with you even though you have done what I told you not to do, I love you most. I heard this, this, this preacher say that uh, he was praying. He was like, Lord, I'll do whatever you say. I'll do it, Lord. I'll do it. I'll do it. Do it. Do it. God said, quit your job and trust me. He was like, yeah, yeah I'm not going to do that because I got bills. And, and what he said was so interesting. He said, 10 months, 10 months I worked. He said, Full disobedience, because that's what it was. But we don't see it as that. We rationalize it. God told you to do it. When I tell, she's in the Y stage now. When I tell her to do something, she's like, why? I'm like, because I said so. She goes, oh, okay. Right? Full disobedience. If I say, go do this, and you're not doing what I told you to go do, you're being disobedient. Right? If God says, quit your job, you pray, and you ask God, show me what to do. And he says, quit your job. Um, 
I'm going to pray some more because I don't, I'm not really sure that's what you're saying. Quit your job. <laughs> I'm going to send two friends by and say, quit your job, quit your job. <laughs> I'm going to send a prophet by. You don't even know. Quit your job. God's telling you to quit your job in the, in the supermarket. Yeah, I'm not really sure I understand what you're saying to me because you can't possibly be saying, quit my job. I got bills to pay. Do you trust me or don't you? If God's told you to do something, you're not doing it. You're disobedient. Full disobedience. And what do we do when our kids are disobedient? Some people talk to their kids. I'm not one of those. I give them three. I give her three. I give her three. I give her three. But like my, like my nephew and his wife, they talk and talk and talk and talk. Nah. After that third time, what I say? Oh, Okay. Right? And that's what God had to do to this man. He said, I almost died. Because when you're disobedient, you're outside of God's covering. When you're outside of God's covering, anything can happen to you. He said, this is, these are his words, the wolf comes to get you. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> um, who, um, the, the short, fat, white dude. What's... I'm being recorded. Okay, so I won't say his name so you don't know who I'm talking about. I'll tell you off the record, <laughs> just in case. Who said the, 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 the little, the short, the old dude, the, the short. Um. Anyway, <laughs> the wolf comes to get you when you are uncovered, right? The wolf comes to get you. Verse 11, he says, teach me thy way, O Lord, which takes us back to the scripture to go for last week, Psalm 32, 8. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathways for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. I'm going to protect you, Amy, and I'm going to tell you which way to go. You will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. Verse 12, he says, uh, what, verse 12, what is verse 12? Go to, uh, you're on Psalm, go. Deliver me not over, oh, it's behind me. Deliver me not over unto, wait, deliver me, I say deliver me not into the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses have risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. Now, last week, I think it was, a week before I asked you to think about your enemies. Think about your, who people who are your enemies. Not people that you don't like. Those aren't your enemies. Those are people you don't like. Your enemies are people who talk about you, who are out to get you. What? <laughs> people who don't like you. Christian weighing in. People who don't like you. She thinks she this. He think he that. How you going to come in here? I've been working here 12 years. And you going to come in here? And you going to think you going to get the job over me? I didn't promote myself. They promoted me. Maybe if you didn't take four-hour lunch breaks, they would have promoted you too. How, you know, so they come for you. They don't go to the source. They come for you. So think about your enemies. But when David was writing this, his enemies were his son who was trying to kill him. His enemies were his father-in-law who was trying to kill him. David is hiding out in the cave. Saul, who is trying to kill him, comes in the cave to excuse himself. And David's men were like, kill him. Now's a prime time. And he could have. He could have taken his life. But what he does is he cuts off some of his garment. And as he leaves, he holds it up. And he says, my father. That's the first thing he says. You are listening to these people who are lying about me and you're trying to hurt me. I could have done this, but I didn't. And Saul says, is that David my son? Now check this out. David was anointed king three times before he took over as king. David was anointed king while Saul was king. But David's attitude was, I'm not going to step into that position until God does it for me. Our attitude is, well, you ordained this, so I'm moving everybody out of the way to get what I want. I got to get mine. If he ordained it for you, it's going to happen. If he made the promise to you, it's going to happen. Get out of his way and let him do it. 
But that ain't how we work. Hey, yo, he talking about you. He said, yeah, you know, you up for that promotion. He said this and this and that. You know, he's up too. But, you know, he, got the, he, he, he can work the forklift and he can work the big slide. So, uh, you know, he in there talking to John right now. You need to go in there because, you know, him and John are tight. Actually, that's his cousin. You need to go in there. You need to go in there and talk to John, too. You need to make your case. And we psych ourselves up. We're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? We're in Philly. <laughs> We're in Philly. We're in Philly visiting our cousins, right? And it's Teresa's cousin. And I'm upstairs. We had just had Dot. She was maybe about three months old, four months old. And so his wife is at work. He's in the kitchen with Teresa. I'm upstairs with Dot. But I hear them egging each other on about, about something. They're egging each other on. And <laughs> he's like, and I can't believe he did this. And Teresa's like, yeah, you know, I can't believe it either. And he's like, yeah. And next thing you know, they're like, yeah, we need to get in our cars. I, I go downstairs. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and that's what we do. You ever had that friend? that eggs you on, eggs you on, eggs you on, eggs you on. When you run out into battle, they're like this in the back. I, I was going to come with you, but he needs my help. <laughs> right? But if God has ordained it for you, if God has promised it to you, it's yours no matter what. It does not matter what is going on. It doesn't matter. They could be related to each other. It doesn't matter. If God has told you this is your job, it doesn't matter what's going on. David was anointed three times before he took kingship. Saul was trying to kill him. He could have killed Saul and been done with the whole thing. Jonathan even told David, I know you're supposed to be king. The king's son. David could have just killed everybody and been like, all right, this is cool. But no, he followed God. We have to follow God because God's making a way. God's keeping you out of those pitfalls. God's making sure that this, this thing that's, that you see as a problem doesn't follow you into the next. Because when David took over as king, no problems. No problems. If he had killed Saul, it would have been... It would have been anarchy, confusion, all of that. People are lying about you. God ordained it, so what? People are talking about you. God ordained it, so what? If they got stones enough to get in your face and talk about you, I'm going to say pray. Because <laughs> I'm like, if you got stones enough to get in my face and talk crap, then you got stones enough to hear what I have to say back, right? So, getting back to the Bible. So... <laughs> And verse 13, one of my favorites, he said, I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now, we talk about the good things of God. That's the goodness of the Lord, the good things that God has promised you. Everybody get in mind one good thing God has promised you. If you got five, get them in mind. Get them in mind, Josh. One good thing God has promised you. You don't have to tell me. I want you to have it in the forefront of your mind. One good thing God has promised you. One. Not stuff that he's already given you, but one good thing he's promised you. He's promised all of us one good thing. One good thing. David's one good thing, or one of the good things he promised David was to bless his house forever. The house of David is blessed. Now, this verse talks about in the land of the living, right? Because he's talking about eternal life. I have eternal life. But, you know, the providential good things like the necessities of life and delivering me from my enemies and Christ's special goodness, meaning when the enemy comes at me, I have the authority to say, back up. I don't own that thought. Back off me. We were in the car coming to, it was a Bible study. We were in the car coming to Bible study and we started fighting about dumb stuff. She, I, she said something, and I got mad because I thought she was mad. And she gets mad because I'm mad because I thought she was mad. Right? Just dumb. Come on, married people, you know what I'm talking about. So, man, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. I know you know what I'm talking about, right? She's mad. Right? So we're in the car mad. And I was like, let's pray right now. She's like, she grabs my hand. And I, so we start praying. 
And I said, in the name of Jesus, I arrest this madness, this confusion, this stupidity. In Jesus' name. And this is how I know the prayer gets good to my wife. When the prayer gets good, she goes, mm. So she gave me two mm's. I say, are we good? And I was like, Lord, release 12 legions of, de- of, of angels to come in this car and fight this confusion right now in the name of Jesus. Because <laughs> it was just dumb. It was dumb. Amy, we were, we were on the 405. I was like, see, we're late. Because I hate being late. We're late. And then she was like, and then, she was, and then she's like, in her head, this is, her, her thought is like, he thinks it's my fault. It's not my fault. Did I say it was your fault? No, but you're looking at me like it's my fault. How am I looking? You know what? That's just, yeah. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. And simple, something as simple as that has moved you out of the anointing of the Lord. You miss your blessing because you're arguing about something stupid. It's true. Come on. I, and the Holy Spirit, you know, and God, I'm sure the Holy Spirit's like, uh, really? I'm about to bestow upon you <laughs> the gift of the Lord, and y'all arguing about he looked at me wrong? Really? Okay. And you miss your opportunity. You miss your <laughs> Well, you miss your opportunity, right? Lord, I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. living. Psalms 1938 says, reassure me of your promises. Lord, reassure me of your promises. Tell me again. Tell me again how you, tell me again. Tell me again. There's this guy, uh, I can't remember, it's, uh, it's new, it was in New York, and they interviewed these actors. I think it's called Actor Studio, and they interviewed these actors. And I used to watch it all the time. Uh, and the guy who does it, he's, he's an interesting fellow. But uh, after every interview, he asks this question. If God exists, what would you want him to say to you? And I often thought about that. Because I was like, if I'm on that show or whatever. But then the question, the question became bigger than the show. And I know what I would want God to say to me when I see it. I want him to say, D, <laughs> Mom, man, <laughs> you see that big house right there? You see that big house, the third, the big house? The mansion across the street, that's yours. That's what I want God to say to me, right? Okay, let me move on. If y'all not getting it, You'll get it later. It'll sink in. It'll sink in. It'll sink in. It'll sink in. You see that big house, the mansion across the street is yours. What do we ask God for? We ask God for trinkets, little things. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to be too greedy. I don't want. I don't. I don't want. Forget all that. I, I, well, I'm forgetting all that. He created the universe. He can give me exactly what I want, right? If He wants me to have it, I'm going to get it. Sister Clara, if he doesn't want me to have it, he's going to say, you can't have that. And I'll be like, on to the next. Fully loaded Odyssey. Fully loaded Odyssey. I'm going to keep saying fully loaded. That was our prayer. Lord, bless us with a fully loaded Odyssey. Dot thinks the Odyssey has wings. Primarily because Daddy told her that it does. But, and they come out when we're on the freeway. It has everything but... It's got a camera in the back. It's got, it's got, all, it's got stuff that I don't even know how to, how to. She has to. I'm like, babe, I, primarily because electronics goes wrong around me, but it has everything, everything. And that's what we prayed for. And the Holy Spirit told me. We hadn't gone to Kia. The Holy Spirit said, if you guys had prayed for a fully loaded Kia, I would have given it to you. But when we went to Kia, they were like, you guys know this story. Went to, when we went to Honda, went to Kia, they were like, uh, No. We went to Honda, they were like, I hadn't even got out of the car good. And they was like, oh, yeah, the car's yours. Then they brought us back and said, oh, the payments, because my prayer, check this out. When she called me on the phone, she was like, they're going to give us this car. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of God I serve. And immediately started praying. I said, Lord, you're going to lower our payments or something. You're going to take money off of this. That's the prayer I said before I stepped out of the car. They called us back a week later, and the guy said, there's a problem with your paperwork. And, you know. Pastor Teresa had her papers. She, had, she was ready. She was ready to fight. 
He said, how much did I tell you to put down? She was like, you said this much? And he was like, yeah, and I told you your payment's going to be like, he's like, nah. So she was ready to fight. He was like, they're going to be lower. And I jumped up and ran out of the office. I ain't playing. That's the kind of God I serve. I asked him for it. He gave it to me. Ask him for it. Stop asking God for trinkets. Ask God for what you want. He knows it's in your heart. So he's saying, what? Why are you asking me for that when that's really not what you want? How many people, have my, she's not there yet, but I know you guys know. When your child really wants something else, and you know they want something else, but they start asking, so if, um, how about, and maybe, uh, she's starting to do it, because she'll go, I'll say one thing, she'll go, well, how about this? And I'm like, no, right? But the older, people who have older kids, they're like, well, how about if we did so-and-so, and you really know they want this, but they're afraid to ask. You've already decided in your head, yes. But it's amusing and hilarious watching them ask you for it. <laughs> Especially if there's, more, if, there's more, if there's more than one, they'll get together. All right, so I'm going to say this, and then you say, because I had two other sisters, so we were like, and, you know, I was always the front man. Okay, so, Grandmommy, we were thinking... Da, 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 you know, that's what we do to God. No, I'm good. Put it down. <laughs> that's what we do to God. And he's probably going, Holy Spirit, come over here. <laughs> you got to see this. <laughs> Ask him for it, Amy. Ask him for it, Natoya. Ask him. Ask him. He already knows that you're going to ask eventually. Why are you wasting time? Because I'm afraid you're going to say no. And then when they ask you for it, you're like, why don't you ask me that in the first place? I was afraid you were going to say no. I had fainted unless I believed, unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Mm. What good things has God promised you? What good things, Dave, has God promised you? And the last verse, 14, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he will strengthen thine heart. Wait on the Lord. And I spoke about this last week. David had to encourage himself. Even David, the giant killer, got scared. Even David, the giant killer, was unsure. Wait on the Lord. You have to help your stronger self encourage your weaker self. You have to help. You have to reach back. You have to say, Lord, you are my light and my salvation. Lord, you're my redeemer. Lord, remember last year when I thought I was going to die? You got me out of that situation. Remember last year when they diagnosed me with this? You healed my body. Remember last year? Well, not last year. Before last, everything didn't happen last year. <laughs> year before last when this thing and that thing happened. You have to encourage your weaker self. If you don't, then your stronger self and your weaker self, they're going to be equal, and your weaker self is going to overpower your stronger self. Your weaker self, mine's right here, so. Uh, <laughs> your weaker self is going to overpower your stronger self. Then it becomes, oh, well, I'm not going to ask God for that because uh, that's too much. Oh, well, then, I, you know, I'm not even going to apply for the position because... Uh, you know, I don't have the qualifications, or I'm not going to apply for the school. I'm on a second essay for uh, Fuller. I'm, uh, I'm on my second essay. We got to write three, and I'm like, uh, four, and I'm like, really? So I, ca I call the lady, uh, her name is Annie, and her picture, <laughs> her picture of, she's like, and, I, and I'm like, she looks bu bubbly. <laughs> so I said, Annie. I know I, my, I started the application last year. Can I just use the same application? She's like, sure. So she was like, you know, once you get in, and I told you, once you get in, then you can apply for a full scholarship. You can get in and take one class, and you'll be in. And I'm like, okay. So I'm doing what I'm afraid of. My deadline is August 14th. But I've been helping somebody uh, uh, proofread and edit their book, so I haven't had time to do my essays <laughs> because their deadline is Tuesday. So I'm halfway through their, uh, their, their book. I'm not calling any names. 
but uh, I'm, 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 I'm copy editing and uh, doing the new book. So after I do that, I, I spend a little time on my, um, on my <laughs> so I'm just like, you're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> Ron's like, you're in trouble. So I spend a little time, but you have to encourage yourself. That's what David is doing here, encouraging himself. He's encouraging himself. If you don't encourage yourself, who's going who's gonna to do it? You, how many people saw Freebirds? Nobody. That's right. Freebirds. How many? You saw Freebirds? Remember when the turkeys, when they come to get, they yeah. come to get the turkeys? He's like, all right. He's like, I'm telling you, this is what's been happening. I hate to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. Okay, now let's come up with a plan. I'm like, you better toot your horn. I toot my horn. She says, good job. I'm like, yes, it is a good job. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. You got to toot your own horn because when you toot your own horn, you're encouraging yourself. You're encouraging yourself to do it. It's the, it's the, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. I knew I could, I knew I could, right? You got to toot your own horn. And I, I love free birds, but she wants to watch it. I sit and watch it with her because it's so funny to me. He says, I've been telling you this for long ago. Okay, I hate to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. I'm going to start doing that. And people say, I'm going to be like, yeah, toot, toot. Nobody's going to know me. I love those little things. Nobody knows but me. Toot, toot. Right? You have to encourage yourself. Your stronger self has to take authority over your, over your weaker self. If the stronger self does not, then the weaker self wins. And the weaker self will be like, oh, it's like you guys saw Inside Out. You haven't seen Inside Out? Well, sorrow in Inside Out, she's like, oh, sadness. She's like, oh, I can do that. I can't walk, I can't move, I can't, uh, <laughs> okay, that, that's doing, we, haven't, we don't have that movie yet, I'm sure that I'll be one of those characters, but <laughs> sadness, it's like, and, and I was getting irritated with sadness, I was like, really, really, <laughs> right, so you have to take the time, whatever you need to do, if you need to spend some time with God alone, if you need to go and punch your pillow, if you need to go, and Teresa's aunt used to open the window every Monday, uh, no, Josh, go, thank you. Josh, go see who that was. Oh, okay. Uh, um, uh, every Monday morning and scream out the window to start her week. Yeah. <laughs> Open the window. <laughs> when we were in Atlanta, we just got married. I, I don't know what was going on, but I said, babe, let's just scream really loud together. And she's like, I said, on a count of three, we're just going to scream. I said, we're in the car. Nobody can hear it. And she's like, I'm like, just scream. If you scream, it gets all this kind of stuff out. And so she's like, I'm like, okay, on three. One, two, I'm screaming. She's like, ah. That's not working. Right? You have to help your stronger self encourage your weaker self. If not, your weaker self wins and you'll be dragged down. Depression, fear, uncertainty insecurity. Oh, Lord, I know you said it could happen, but uh, no. I know you told me that it was going to be, but it's not happening the way you said. Did you get the money? Yes. Then be quiet. Did you get the blessing? Yes. Then be quiet. It ain't going to happen the way you want it to happen. It's going to happen the way God wants it to happen because five years from now, Whatever he said in place five years earlier is going to help you, right? You have to encourage your younger self. Uh, huh? Thank, thank you. All right. So next slide, please. <laughs> so, you know, our bishop, he says you have to read the word, study the word, meditate the word, memorize the word, and hear the word. Now, for us, study, meditate, memorize, go under study. So you have to read the word, write the word. For me, when I write things down, it's committed to memory instantly, almost. I don't know why. When I hear the word, somebody else pouring into you, get our CDs, um, you know, calling us, talking. Share the word. No way. I know you're going through some problems. But the Lord is your light and your salvation. The Lord is the strength of your life. There's nothing that you should be afraid of. And study the word. That means, now I'm a digger. Like I want to know what this word means, what it means in Hebrew, what it means in Greek. I, I'm one of those guys. Everybody's not like that. I think that God's 
moving me into theologianism. <laughs> I'll be a theologian <laughs> as <laughs> my mother is a mother-in-law. So I, I put this up here because I want to I wanna show you what I wrote. I have committed Psalm 27 to memory, but I also have a Pastor Darrow, don't put it up yet. I have a Pastor Darrow, don't, don't put it up yet. <laughs> I have a Pastor Darrow, um, uh, man, I miss Nicole. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Give Jessica a round of applause for stepping in. So I've come up with a, uh, I, I created, the Holy Spirit said, I want you to write a Pastor Darrell, um, not version, but what's the I word? Interpretation. So I wrote a Pastor Darrell interpretation of uh, Psalm 27. And the reason I, I'm, I'm giving this caveat is because I don't want you to think, I'm not saying that you could take the Bible, take your interpretation, and do what you want with it, which most people do. That's cool. But I pray for interpretation from God. I pray, I pray what God did with the disciples. My prayer is, Lord, open my mind that I understand the scriptures. So after I wrote, wrote it, I, I let Pastor Teresa peruse it. She took out some things because, you know, it was a Pastor Darrell interpretation. <laughs> and I was going to read it to you, right? And the reason this is important is because I committed Psalm 27 to memory. That's fine. But some of us can't do that. So if you know the gist of it, then that's what you pray. Lord, you are my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Lord, you are the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? If you can't remember that, Lord, you told me that I shouldn't be afraid of anything. <laughs> right? And that's what you say. And that's what you pray. And when fear comes your way, that's what you say, and fear will flee you. Right? So I'm going to put my, my Pastor Darrell interpretation up of Psalm 27. And uh, hopefully, Pastor Teresa will let me tell you some of the things she took out. But uh, it, it, it was, it's so small because I tried to get it on one page, so I'll read it for you. I, why are you laughing, Stephanie? <laughs> yeah, Pastor Darrell Interpretation. Yes, I have my own acronym. Toot toot. <laughs> Psalm 27, PDI. Toot toot. Here we go. Verse 1, you guide me and protect me, O Lord. What do I have to fear? I don't even have to worry about, insert name or names here, right? I know you got some names to insert. I don't even have to worry about, huh? Your name doesn't go in there. What? What? <laughs> you insert the names of the people who are bothering you. I don't even have to worry about... <laughs> I don't even have to worry about who's he what's it, who's always trying to push my buttons. Their efforts will come to nothing. Though my greatest fear descends upon me, I will rebuke that spirit. I cannot and will not be stopped. All I want, and that's what I'm chasing after, is to hang out in heaven with you. Because when my cookie crumbles, I had something else I can't say. Okay, I had something else, and she, she removed it. I'll tell you later. But when my cookie crumbles, you cover me from head to toe. The enemy won't even be able to find me. While I'm in the midst of my enemies, you shield me, Father God, from every word spoken and every action taken against me. And for that, I shout, Hallel! I give you crazy praise. Listen with your heart to my pleas, O Lord and respond to your child. When your spirit whispered to me, my spirit replied, I will follow you wherever you lead, God. I know I've sinned and fallen short, Lord, but your servant is still asking you to make a way for him. I know I've sinned and fallen short, Lord, but your servant is still asking, asking you to make a way for him. Because you have my back even when my parents, biologicals and others that would be in-laws, foster parents, step-parents, are tripping. Reveal your will to me, Father. Lead me through this landmine called life. Keep me from the clutches of the enemy. My secret admirers, haters, are spewing poison about me. Help me not to respond. 
Come on, Zandra, say it with me. Help me not to respond. Everybody say it. Help me not to respond. I know a reward awaits me in heaven, Father, but I expect to see your goodness down here today. Everybody say that with me. I know a reward awaits me in heaven, but Father, I expect to see your goodness down here today. I will wait on you, Lord. I will not move before your prompting. I will be strengthened and encouraged as I relax in your love. I am going to wait on you, God. PDI, Psalm 27. I was going to say when the fit hit the shan, but uh, Josh said, I told him it was something like that. But Pastor Reese, Pastor Reese was like, uh, no, take that out because we're trying to encourage them, the common, against the holy. And that's right. And she's right. Because that's my phrase, man, when the fit hit the shan. And uh, so anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked. So you have to have a version of your own and, and, and interpretation of your own of the scriptures. And this is how you know. Y'all can't be talking about family things <laughs> without sharing. Uh, you, have to have, you have to have one of your own. And this is how you know if it's right. Just go to God because God will tell you. Yeah, that ain't what I'm talking about. That ain't, <laughs> no, that ain't right. I was telling somebody something one time, and I was like, the scripture says, the Holy Spirit said, yeah, that's wrong. And I was like, I'm going to have to get back on you. Uh, and they were like, what's wrong? I was like, ah, I, I don't know. I can't. Let's pray. And I went home and I started doing research. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I've been listening to these people say these, you know, and been, people have been repeating the scriptures, their interpretation. And it's way off base. And then I've been saying what this lunatic has been saying. <laughs> Stick to Bible. God is going to open up your mind so you can understand. Amen? All right. Uh, are there any questions before we go? Any questions? Thank you. I know, because you stayed up. <laughs> Praise God. Um, all right. The scripture to go. Our scripture to go. Hit the light. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait I'm sorry. Our scripture to go. Uh, Encourage me by your word is Psalms 119, 28b, 29. Encur I was like, you walking up here like you? <laughs> Come on. He was walking like this. Come on, toy, wasn't he? <laughs> Encourage me by your word. Keep me from lying to myself. Give me the privilege of knowing your instructions. I stop lying to myself when I know what God is saying. I stop lying to myself when I trust God. I stop lying to myself when I am sensitive enough to hear what the Father is saying. I stop lying to myself. Amen? All right, let's go to God. Lord, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I just want to lift up the children, Lord. I lift up, I lift up Zachary, Lord. I lift up Naila, Lord. Uh, seeing her sing and hearing her, Lord, just... I can't tell you, it just, I was overwhelmed. My cup runneth over, Father. It runneth over, Lord. I lift up Jordan, Christian, Dot, uh, little Jordan, Lord. I lift up uh, who? Uh, Sean. <laughs> I can't forget Sean. I lift up Sean. All of the children who are here today, I said, Christian, I lift them up in the name of Jesus and those to be born, Lord. Those to be born, Lord. Keep your hand on them, Lord. Release in this house, a spirit of discernment, Lord, so that we can protect our children, Lord, so that we can follow your will, Lord, and do what you say. The word says, my trust will expand as I follow you, Lord, as I follow you. So go before us today, Lord. Make a way for us this week. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Speak to our hearts those people who know that you are speaking to them, Lord, I ask that you have a visitation with them. Visit them, Lord, to reinforce what you're trying to tell them. Visit them, Lord, to encourage them so they can encourage their weaker selves, Father. We thank you for your grace, Lord. We thank you for the miraculous. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Amen. But as you get ready to leave, um, as you get ready to leave, did you did, did service bless you this morning? Amen. I believe that this message, um, we're going to um, make sure we upload it to um, our podcast. Um, and I'll give you the information. The scripture to go will be on the, the uh, Facebook page. And then the song we did today, um, Pressure, will upload that video to our Facebook page, too, so you can have that to listen to throughout the week. But please share. Please, social media is a powerful force, so we're asking as you get ready to leave, just consider sharing about your church, sharing. It might just be sharing the scripture to go, just something to let people know that you were blessed. Amen. Can you do that for the church? Amen. Father, be with them, Lord. Be with every family. Bless them in every way possible, every way possible. Lord, we thank you that the word will get down in their soul, Lord, and bless them to continue to continue. We thank you for ministering angels, that today will be a day of peace, victory, that they will walk in the Sabbath, Lord, a time where we just pull away from regular life to give our souls a chance to catch up with our bodies. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 As you go, the Baileys, um, um, uh, the Baileys aren't here today, but they asked that we hand this out. They're, he's been doing park ministry for the kids, so if you could just take one of these and hand it out um, and follow them on Instagram, and uh, they will be in the, in the park in the valley this Tuesday. So they just said if you want to come, I know I'm going to bring Grace this Tuesday, but if you want to bring the kids and hang out. Amen. Love y'all. Thank you for your word, Pastor Daryl. Praise God. Thank you for this song. Thank oh, let's give Dave a hand. Yeah, thank you, for Dave. Thank you. Fill in for Stevenson. He did a great job.